You are now tuned in to Believe. Do you believe? Welcome to episode 17 of Untapped Keg. I'm RJ Zimmerman, here with my brother-in-law, Monte Ball. How are you doing, fellow survivor? Uh, I'm good. I am, I am good, alive, well, and, uh, you know, today's a big day for the both of us. Well, it's a day, but <laughs> some would say big. Indeed. Well, happy Father's Day, man. Happy Father's Day to you as well. Absolutely. Go ahead and, uh, Go ahead and share that story <laughs> of uh, your interaction with your your oldest this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know we've been recording pretty early in the mornings uh, lately, and uh, my oldest usually ends up in bed next to my wife and I, and usually the baby's in there too. Luckily, we have a king size bed, and. So he got up when I got up. So I turn on his shows in the morning. Usually it's either Blippy or uh, Octonauts or uh, something else. And I turned Coco on for him too. So I could sneak down to the basement. He'd be happy on the couch. Well, I'm like, uh, hey, bud, do you want a brown? Which is what he calls a Nutrigrain bar because it's brown. I'm like, hey, you want a brown? do you want a brown? So I walk closer, he sees me getting closer, he turns and looks at me, I want a brown. I was like, yeah, I know, I just asked you that. Well, yeah, okay, I'll have a brown. Like, all right, do you want water? (laughs) Do you want apple juice? No, I want brown. All right, so I go and uh, get him, get him his Nutri-Grain bar, give it to him. Like, you sure you don't want water or anything? No, I'm okay. So I, uh, he's two and a half, by the way. Uh, I go downstairs, start to get everything ready for the pod. And all of a sudden I hear him yelling, daddy, daddy, daddy. So I go upstairs. I'm like, yeah, what's up, buddy? I want water. I just shake my head. Are you serious (laughs) right now? (laughs) Is this real life? Happy Father's Day to you. (laughs) That's funny though. Mm, that's funny. It's he's a he's he's the king around there. Oh yeah, around, around there, and uh, you better have gotten gotten what he was asking for. That he is is not shy to remind us who runs the household. <laughs> no, that's funny, man. But yeah, today is um, today's today's a good day. Today's a good day. To outside's looking looking really nice. Um, Obviously, yeah, my son, he'll be calling me here shortly, uh, probably within the next couple of hours when he wakes. Uh, they're in mountain time, of course, but uh, I'm definitely going to chat with him for as long as uh, as he wants to talk before he gets up and starts running off. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him soon as well and and uh, just building on top of our relationship. It's it's quite remarkable, ain't it? Just uh there's really nothing like it. Um, being a father is something very special. It's unique, um, especially being a father to, you know, obviously not saying it's any different than raising a, a daughter, but you know how it is raising a son. Um, it's, they most definitely look up to you. Most definitely uh, are going to model your your behaviors. Um, and, 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 and hopefully my son becomes a better person um, than myself. So uh, it's, it's, yeah, I don't want to get too long witted, too emotional here, but it's just, it's just an awesome feeling. <laughs> just leave it at that. I love my son to death and I'm most definitely looking forward to our future. Yeah. I remember, um, kind of how your attitude and, um, behavior changed when your son was born because your son's uh, a little <laughs> over a year older than mine. Actually, he's almost mm-hmm. three years older, but, uh, I was like, man, I feel like, you know, he's kind of like pushing this a little bit. Um, <laughs> like, 
you know, just some of it, it just felt like uh, it was forced. And then Mm -hmm. when my oldest was born, it's like, nope, this is how it is. This is how it comes. (laughs) And I was like, wow, I can't believe I even thought that way. But it's you don't know until you know it's just it's just like a lot of things in life right you yeah. you get you think you can prepare for it you think you have an idea but until you experience it you have no clue and you know oh. from the moment you see them from the moment you see them it's uh it's special you just know mm-hmm. it's uh that snapshot, that snapshot in time is something that's going to stick with you forever. Um, first time seeing them, first conversation with them, first hug, first kiss uh, on their cheek and, and all that stuff. It's just something that uh, it's, like you said, every every single moment is, is you store it. You must definitely store it. So we, as Untapped Keg, want to give a shout out to all the fathers out there. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Even um, if you feel like you haven't earned it, you have. <laughs> it's uh cherish it. Um we cannot exclude our fathers, you know what I mean? It's you know, fathers prepared to get a toolbox today, a screwdriver, a belt, a tie, a tie shaving cream. <laughs> you know, the mothers got diamonds and you know, they got a million commercials. You know, on Mother's Day, but fathers, you know, we get, you know, Home Depot commercial or, or Menards commercial or whatever. And uh it's about it. But hey, you know, you know, no one's no one's counting. It's uh it's not a competition, but no, nah, but in all honesty, it's it's awesome. And we give a shout out to all the fathers out there and to the fathers listening to our episodes. We appreciate it. Um make today a special day. I'm trying to think, and I can't remember what I got my wife for Mother's Day. I know I got her something. <laughs> she must have felt guilty because she actually, usually she's pretty bad at presents, but this year she did good. Oh, yeah. So, I I can't, I honestly have no idea what it was, and I'm not going to ask her either. <laughs> Hopefully, she doesn't listen to this one then. Uh, she never listens. <laughs> So, well, what's up, man? What's what's new? What's new in your world? I mean, we all we obviously understand what's going on outside. That being in this country, um, but what's 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 going on? What have you been scoping out? Um, you know, there really isn't a whole lot new. Uh, my brother, actually, that's a lie, because my brother came down and visited with his girlfriend mm-hmm. yesterday. First time we saw them, and. Over three months, so mm-hmm. he, you could tell he was missing the boys a lot. He had a lot of fun. It was good to see him. Um, I had a Zoom call for the first time with my whole family. That was nice. That's the first time we've all been together, quote unquote, like on the same thing where we can all talk and everything. It's probably been Thanksgiving, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think maybe early December, but I think it was, I don't think my sister was there. So, um, so that was, that was a lot of fun and we got to, you know, discuss a lot of, uh, topics that we've been putting off. So that was, that was really, really good. Um, otherwise, I mean, I, I don't have a whole lot. I know, you know, one thing that. I've been learning through your sister, especially is, uh, you know, when you're feeling something, when you're, um, when something's bugging you, uh, a lot of times we have a tendency to let it bug us. We have a lot of times we have a tendency to, uh, keep our stresses to ourselves so that, uh, we don't stress other people out. You know, we, we think we have to be that rock, that stability. But if we don't let other people in, they tend to think that your stress is about them, uh, especially if they care about you. So, you know, when you talk about stuff, even, even with 
coworkers or whatever, but you know, talk, talk about the stuff that stresses because you don't know what you don't know. Mm. And if you don't talk about that, there's no chance to fix things. I mean, that's why we are where we are in this country right now. That's why we are, um, I don't know that that's why there's where people are trying to change toxic masculinity. Um, and it honestly, it's why I'm 33 years old and I'm about 20 years old when it comes to my emotional intelligence, maybe even Mm. a teenager. Like I can't describe my emotions a lot of the time. Well, I mean, a lot of men can't. So, I mean, I wouldn't, which is, you know, the first step, obviously, I'm no psych- psychiatrist, but, you know, you're doing a great job of obviously acknowledging it. And same for myself. I mean, obviously, we all understand what my story is and my story surrounded um, with, you know, with alcoholism and toxic ma- toxic masculinity um, and the inability to express myself in appropriate fashions. Um, I mean, that's what a lot of my therapy was. So, I mean, it's it's, it's the biggest step in the process of eliminating your toxic masculinity is, is acknowledging it. Um, and so I'm, that's pretty awesome hearing you say that. And that's one heck of a topic that I'm excited that we're, that we're hopping on right now for father's day, because, you know, that's what needs to happen in this country right now. We need to just tear down that this toxic masculinity. And, and unfortunately it's a little difficult to do that when you got someone leading the country who, his entire ego is fueled by toxic masculinity. Um, that's that's an individual who empowers it, and so it's it's challenging times, but exciting times. And obviously, we're not the only ones here who struggle or have struggled with toxic masculinity. Um, we ex- obviously acknowledge it, and we're hoping that others do as well, and we get to a better place. Yeah. I mean, you know, everything kind of stems back to this. Um, Mm -hmm. There's times where it's okay to be old school. You know, there's times where it can be a positive, but a lot of the time, uh, really, you're just doing a disservice to the people who care about you. Um, That's the biggest thing that, like, I've kind of come to realize and you know something else too uh, especially about me personally I know it has to do kind of with uh, going through life and not really being questioned uh, ever about oh what do you want to do and then you say it and then people are like okay yeah so to do that you have to do this you have to do that or like hey what are you doing over there Nah, whatever, playing, making fun of, you know, trying to pull a prank on somebody. Oh, okay, just be careful. Unlike, you know, a, a marginalized person or a person of color in this country where, you know, it's what do you want to do? Oh, you can't do that. There's no way you'd be able to reach that. Or, uh, you know, what are you doing over there? Nope, nope. There's no way you're doing that. You're breaking the law. Like, you know, I haven't had to justify my actions or existence. So I've never, when it comes to confrontation, for me, it's always been, it's been uncomfortable because I haven't done it a lot because I've chosen not to do it a lot. But um, talking with, uh, you know, other people, people of color, um, there's no choice but to confront back because just about every action is questioned to the point of escalating. And uh, I've just realized that, you know, that's, that's part of the reason I think that uh, I still, when it comes to confrontation, I, uh, I hesitate instead of just being like, yeah, it's uncomfortable right now, but you know what? In a few hours, we're going to forget all about it and it's going to be better. It's a really good point. That's a really good point, man. We're getting deep. <laughs> it's a really, really good point, man. It's um, 
just being able to hop on this and share some of our experiences and dive deep into some topics like this is very good. Um, it's good for my mind, hopefully for yours and those who are listening as well. Um, that's what that's what that's what we that's what we steer for. Because some things have to change. Um, some things are changing. We see it again. Class being half full, we are making some tremendous progress. Obviously, a lot more to go, but I mean, we can we can even start to mention some of the Confederate statues that are being pulled down, um, and not just Confederate statues, but even statues mm. of people who are slave owners, statues of people right. who perpetuated genocide in this country, which we don't talk about. Um, mm. But, you know, Absolutely. the Native Americans, what what was done to the Native Americans is unforgivable. And uh, we still do them wrong, that group of people. Every, you know what? Anybody who tries to step up and say that, you know, the U.S. isn't all rainbows and unicorns we try to step on um that's not okay like it's okay to come to terms that it's just like being sober you have to come to terms that i am not the person that i want to be you know it's okay that we are not a society that we want to be but we have to try every day to do better to try to reach those heights to get to that star trek utopia to go back to last week you know, like and we're getting there. I, I didn't, we're I'm fortunate on. that when I went sober, I didn't hit rock bottom. There were times that could have been previously, um, that I just hated myself. I guess I never really hit the, the proverbial rock bottom. Mm. However, I liked the person that I was in high school more than I liked the person who I was in my early twenties. That should not that should not be the case ever. So you obviously have to evolve and have to uh trying trying to think of the word, but uh you're not gonna be that same person because you can't be so naive. But um, you know, I'm a better person now by far than I was back then. Part of it was because I wouldn't confront my emotions and uh, wouldn't forgive. I held grudges. I still hold grudges. And that's not, that's not a good quality to have as much as we might try to justify it to ourselves. Giving people headspace that don't deserve it, uh, you're doing a disservice to yourself. Give yourself that headspace. Give the people who love you that headspace. Mm. That's that, and that's a tough lesson to learn. I'm still struggling with that, but that's something to think about. So, um, I know I kind it of is. got away. It uh, we we no. tend to ramble no, in ADHD <laughs> moments, squirrels. You know what I mean? No, you're you're good, man. It's squirrels. <laughs> you know, you're good, man. It's it's yeah. Obviously, my experience is different. Uh, I actually hit you know the rock bottom that I'm actually thankful for. Um. I was definitely thankful for because it it obviously changed my life for the better. It, it is somewhere I needed to get to in order to understand what I what I lost. Um, you know that being, you know the NFL and all that stuff. But then obviously once I got out of it, I realized that my entire life doesn't evolve around football. So it was one heck of has been one heck of a therapeutic ride. But it's uh, just learning experiences, just like you said, learning experiences. And, and that's something that we most definitely, uh, you know, won't forget, but, but like you said, moving forward, it's, it's, it's kind of like what this country is going through right now. And, and hopefully we continue this route as people are starting to learn, people are starting to understand it's almost a blessing in disguise. Um, COVID is now I'm not saying obviously, you know, those who've been infected and those who have obviously, you know, um, have died that that's, that's that's terrible. That's bad. But I guess what I'm saying is the stay at home orders, um, everything being shut down in a sense, uh, is still terrible. But where I'm getting to is it has forced individuals to sit ho- at home and watch these videos of unarmed black men and, bl- and black women be unlawfully gunned down by the police. It, it's, it's shed light on what the actual black lives matter movement is, is 
pushing towards and I kind of feel like everything that has happened thus far this year is really gearing up towards a huge change, huge change in this country. Um, something that we're going to look back on and be able to share with our children. It, it does feel like a civil rights mm-hmm. act moment. Um, it does. There's a, there's a lot of information coming out right now that could help change how we live. Um, to put it in terms for people who are nerds like me, it's like in that video game that you love that they improve the little things on the side that they call quality of life improvements that improve your experience as a whole. There's a lot of government programs that have been completely underfunded that if we shuffled money around and made quality of life improvements on the side, it would make everybody's life better, uh, including Mm -hmm. your own. And you may not be able to see how at first, but eventually everybody will reap those benefits. And that, that is something um, that everybody needs to look into because it's already there. It's just, we really need to look at how, we do things because we need to get more creative, obviously. Uh, you know, that, that old-fashioned, uh, if all else fails, applied force to how we, you know, men put things together, build things. Uh, that doesn't work with people. <laughs> Never has. And uh, it, for too long, for too long, we've been able to bury our heads in the sand, bury our heads in our phones and, um, not come to terms with where the world's at right now. So, um, hopefully, hopefully that this is this is where we start to rise up because it's already it's already happening. It's already happening. We just got to keep it up. We got to keep talking about it. We got to keep keep pushing for it. So we we do, and that's why it's such a good time to be alive right now. It's it's I'm I'm blessed to be experiencing this. It's monumental moments that are happening right now. And, and I love seeing people. I love, I, I love seeing people, you know, take this to heart and, and are pushing forward on social media and really trying to change maybe some of their friends or their parents' mindsets with everything that's been going on, how systemic oppression or racism actually works or how it has been functioning, unfortunately, um, just to obviously educate those on what it actually is. Um, so it's, 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 it's a really good thing, man, a really good thing. And I'm just very blessed to be alive during this time. I am, um, because I'm excited to see where we're going to be in two months from now. I mean, so much has changed in the last three weeks, four weeks. It's exciting to see where we're going to be in four weeks from now, eight weeks from now. Um, so it's, it's, Glass is half full. <laughs> Always end, end, end it with that. Um, Always. You know, talking about earlier about our emotions and stuff, mm-hmm. um, I almost feel like, well, I don't feel like, I know, you know, the past few weeks have been kind of overwhelming. Uh, there have been moments where I feel the emotions coming up and I, I want to cry, but I just... I can't. And I don't know if that's because I'm overwhelmed. I don't know if that's my old um, point of view that crying was a, is a waste of energy. So, uh, don't cry. Try to act on it. I don't, I don't believe that anymore. Like, you know, it's really therapeutic. Uh, it's a good way to get your emotions out. But I, I felt the need to cry the past three weeks and I have not been able to. Uh, I don't know if if you feel similarly or uh, if you've ever had that, but I just wanted to share that. Yeah, of course I've, uh, of course I've had it. Uh, not really within these last three weeks, but I most definitely have had that in the past. And then it just would randomly hit me. Um, maybe while I'm driving or something, listening to a song that, and then, and it, and it just all just comes out. But, uh, Again, that just kind of goes back to what we're saying. The emotional intelligence is not something that you can attain immediately. 
or really at all. It's something that we continuously strive for um, because we're always evolving. We're always learning. We're always trying to be better than we were a couple of days ago, maybe a week ago, a month ago. So, I mean, it's something that we'll continuously chase and try to reach. Um, but obviously, as we're in that process of chasing it, we're going to be getting better of being able to tap into our emotions, understand why we're feeling a certain way, why we woke up maybe angry, why we woke up extremely happy, et cetera. So, I mean, it's, um, it's all about growing, man. It really is growing pains, as they say, but it's, uh, it's in a good thing. It's a good thing. Most definitely. So with that said, what have you been doing lately, man? Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, anybody who's listened to the past few weeks <laughs> knows that on Friday, The Last of Us Part 2 launched. Uh, I know we were both extremely excited for this, especially since you beat The Last of Us like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You've been, you know, chomping yeah. at the bit for this. Uh, we both beat the DLC like within 10 minutes of each other, probably less than that. Mm-hmm. You texted me a picture. Oh, I just rolled credits on it. I'm like, uh, I just did a few seconds ago too. So that's pretty crazy. Um, I just, yeah. And then I, I, I texted you pictures or oh, video of the countdown of me signing in and you still had to download it because you're on hotel Wi-Fi. Hotel Wi-Fi. <laughs> um, man. I don't it it's a it's a bleak world but at the same time if you look for it you can you can see the the hope the fact that uh how creative people can be um you know in in that time to survive uh I don't know why but I just maybe it's cuz their world seems so realized in the game I just love what they created um you know, it's at a lot of parts, it's quiet and you can hear all the uh, the wildlife that they put into it. It's kind of like being out in the woods and it's quiet and all you can hear are the crickets and you can, every once in a while you can hear like a, a, a bird or maybe even an owl. Um, but... The story so far has me completely gripped. Uh, I played for five straight hours, not the first night, but the second night. Uh, what was that? Friday night. And I was not ready to go to bed, but I knew I had to because the kids were going to wake up early. So this game, I I think I'm six hours in, a little over six hours. I think you're a little further. Uh, this game has definitely grabbed me. I don't know. I don't know what you think. Yeah, I get, I agree. It's everything. Everything is is kind of what makes this game um makes this game awesome because it's it's like I said, not only is it the story that everyone's been waiting for that um you know, for seven years for me it's been the last four weeks again I beat it beat the first one four weeks ago or whatever. But it's it's not the fighting, um and everything else, it's it's the world. It's the, I mean, I catch myself at times, you know, just riding horseback and just stopping for a second and just looking at the grass, <laughs> looking at the view, um, the horizon, um, the buildings, the just how much effort you can tell they put into it, which makes this game extremely beautiful. Um, and if to anyone who obviously knows, um, you know, Naughty Dog. Uh, the creators of Last of Us, and obviously the the first Last of Us, they put a lot of effort into the story, the dialogue, um, grabbing your emotions, to you know everything. It's 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 one heck of a game, and I'm kind of upset with myself for waiting so long to play it, the first one. But then again, I didn't have to wait so long for part two. Um, so yeah, I, I'm about. I maybe be I'm close to about seven hours in and yeah, I just, honestly, the, I just, I could keep going, but I just had to stop just from exhaustion, but it's, I, I'm really appreciating this one. I'm taking my time. Um, I'm really digesting it. It, you know, the, the dialogue 
the relationships that they build between the characters and the facial animations, the emotion that they capture with the animations in this one is unbelievable. I can't believe that this is still a PlayStation 4 and not the next generation, but Mm. it's the letters that you find, the the side the side <laughs> stories the the way that yep. you know that they build um emotion through these letters that are left behind that you're able to find and read like in the first one you know Ishmael's story that one grabbed me so hard um you know it was such a tragic story but behind all the tragedy there's still like have you open the diary at all and read it? Um, a few pages, right? Is there only like, I only saw two pages, have, right? Of, 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 of her I diary. Think that, I think I have three, but it filled in the gaps from when you left to where you get to in Seattle. I don't know if you read that part. Oh, no, so I haven't. You go back and read check it. That out. That's really cool too. How they fill that in. Um, Gives you okay. a little bit more ownership over the character, but yeah, this game is. Uh, I'm gonna be diving deep in this game for sure. And if they come out with DLC for it, I'll be playing it. I know they're they said they're gonna come out with multiplayer for it, maybe in a year from now, which would probably just be on the PS5. But what is that gonna look like? So in the first one, it was like you picked your loadout, which was a primary and a secondary. You got like one clip. That was it. And then you run around and you find stuff to be able to, you find ammo and you find uh, like crafting materials. And then you can craft mm-hmm. um, Molotovs and bombs and stuff. And then it's, I can't remember if it was 4v4 or 5v5. And it was just one life, like a Rainbow Six Siege or uh, Search and Destroy kind of a thing. But it, I don't remember there being objectives. I'm pretty sure it was just the last person standing. Kind of like when, uh, you know, the groups okay. attack each other. Okay. So All right. it's, it, t- I, I remember when it came out, Naughty Dog was worried about that the multiplayer was going to cheapen the story of the first one. And, uh, it really did not. It, it made the world feel even more realized, I'd say. And it was, it was a surprise to Naughty Dog how much people loved that multiplayer because I, I wouldn't have guessed that it was going to be that much fun. And I mean, it was hard. Uh, it was really hard, but, uh, I love the gameplay of this game too. I, you know, I enjoy the, the puzzles trying to solve them. I'm sure that there's Mm -hmm. so many different ways that you can solve these. And, um, yeah, it's just like everything, just about everything seems like it's interactable. Um, yeah, that's the beauty about it. And I didn't really think about it until you just mentioned it right there. Yeah, there there are different ways, you know, a million ways up a hill. And I think they really, really, you know, you know, focus on that in this in in, in part two. It's you know, like you, RJ, you are probably going to beat the game in, in a different way than I that I'm going to. You're going to get to the top of the hill differently than I'm going to. Um, and it's that I think is what makes it so special because you are actually and physically like changing the story or, 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 you know, you know what I'm saying? You, you are, you are physically doing it. It's, and that's, what's just so beauty. Uh, the beauty about it is that's what draws you in. It's like, I'm controlling, you know, what's going to happen, how it's going to happen. Um, obviously not everything, but, but you know what I'm saying? It's just that full interactive mode is just something that I'm, I'm really starting to really appreciate. And that's why I think it's awesome to be living in 2020 because video games are starting to really come out like movies. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a good time to be alive and I'm excited just to be playing last of us part two. I am. I love the game. I love the story. Um, the music. Yeah, that music is. <laughs> I caught myself looking at guitars. Oh, really? <laughs> In the game? Yeah. No, really? Amazon. <laughs> oh, I wonder. I wonder if I could play this. I wonder. If... <laughs> right. I mean, I Did just you go to the music store. I think it's. 
No. You missed that part? No, you talking about, you talking yeah. about in the game? No, I didn't. That's the one building you missed. Did I? That's the one I missed. I can go. I can still go to it. I can go I don't back think you can. and go to it. I don't think you can. I think I think uh, once you get to that I hotel, there's no going back. Right. You know. You know what I was talking about. If you went to the music store. Okay. Well, I Dang. I could see myself playing this one multiple times because I played the first one multiple yeah. times. Yeah, but. You know exactly. Yes, it's like so. I'll say the reviews are up to this point. The reviews are most definitely justified. I mean, it's it's everything plus more. It really is. It really is. And I'm, I'm I'll be playing later tonight. Uh, I'll probably put in about five hours tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that I can put in about an hour or so tonight. Maybe. Most of the week, hopefully, I'll be able to. We'll see. Um, yeah, that's this. I don't want to talk too much about it because I, you know, if people exactly. play it, I want them <laughs> to go in blind. But um, when you beat the first one, you don't think there's going to be a sequel. So when mm-hmm. they announced it, it's like, okay, what are they going to do? And uh, I've what I've read in the reviews and heard people talk about is uh, it definitely, the story's not what it seems like it's going to be. Put it that way. Mm. So I'm excited to see what happens, what changes, what uh, where it goes. Because, yeah, this is, this game is going to be great. I, I just, I can, it feels like how God of War felt. Like, I didn't, Love Kratos as a character. He was very one note, very angry. But uh, mm-hmm. a half hour into that game, and you're like, "This is really different. This is wow!" And then the the combat is just so smooth in that game, kind of like this one, where it's just okay. I remember why. I remember why I love um, games like this. I, you know, games that evolve and they don't just stay the same. Um, but then like books and movies where you have these stories and you can have these really complex stories that can interweave together. Video games are finally figuring out how to get there. But the thing mm-hmm. with video games is you control how you get from point A to point B. So you mm-hmm. take more agency. So when there's emotions, when there's big story points, you feel those a little bit more than you would if you're just reading about what somebody else is doing or you're watching somebody else do something like in those instances, it's more important to make a character that's relatable, but in a video game with what Naughty Dog is doing with what God of War did, you can make any character relatable because you are controlling what's going on. So you develop a deeper connection. You can, I should say, not necessarily you will, but, um, you know, that's what's so impressive about how far stories have come in games uh, the past few years. So, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, very, I'm very excited. Uh, this makes me more excited for Ghost of Tsushima because, I mean, PlayStation Studios have just been killing it this generation. I don't think there's been a... They really there, have. There has not been a PlayStation Studios game that has been bad. They've... There's been excellent and really good, and there's nothing below that. That's a PlayStation Studios game this generation, I don't think. Yeah, that's, that's like I said, I grew up Microsoft. I grew up, like you said, playing playing Halo. Uh, not Well, <clears throat> let's just say in high school, uh, grew up playing Halo, all Xbox games. But, but once I got to college and got and played in the NFL, I switched over to Sony. And haven't switched back. <laughs> I mean, only because it's just the just the video games. They're 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 there's it. I'm not going to say obviously. I'm not trying to say Microsoft doesn't put effort into their video games where it comes to emotion, story, etc. But it just seems like Sony just puts just a tad bit more effort into their storytelling. And I'm uh, I'm huge on storytelling. 
um, love stories. And that's why I'm glad to have hopped on board with Last of Us and riding along with this story. And then I'm going to obviously play God of War once I beat this game. Um, and then just kind of pick around and see where I'm going to go next. Because um, I, I, I don't see myself going back to Microsoft at all. So Sony's been killing it. Most definitely. Um, when do you think they're going to come out with that drop the price to that PS5? Um, I'm thinking, you know, because you have to give enough time for pre-orders. You need to give enough time right. to see what your, you know, your manufacturing is going to be. Um, I would think early July. But that being said, it what it feels like right now is Microsoft and Sony are seeing who's going to blink first. Um, mm. Microsoft's playing I chicken. Feel like Microsoft's <laughs> big event, I thought was July, like early July. I think that no matter what, they're going to drop their price there. And if Sony can hold out to that point, it'll probably be right after. But yeah, I, I still stand by, uh, you know, 450, 500. Is mm-hmm. I think five hundred is where it's going to come in. There's been multiple people who are uh, familiar with like the manufacturing costs of both Sony right. and Microsoft, and they've said between four fifty and five is where they think they're going to hit. No more than five fifty. So it's uh, not terrible. I could I could see that's that. Not, yeah, that's not. The only thing bad. is, I mean, you take how many people don't have jobs right now, you know, like the economy's right. not, even though right. the stock market might say it's good, it's really not. Um, that's going right. to affect sales, but right this moment, um, I'm lucky enough that I'll be in a place where I can get one and I've already been smooth and Ashley over. This is going to happen. Oh. Just expect it. That's what I was going to say. Up at the front door. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. I was like, uh oh. But everybody, talk to the She's wife. Like, How much is it going to cost? Uh, and I said, uh, you don't have to worry about that. There will be a storm right nah. before this comes out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, that's not too steep. I mean, it obviously, yeah, just like you said, those who, you know, unfortunately unemployed due to COVID and all that stuff. Yeah, that's. But if you, you know, you're talking, and obviously there's a small group of individuals who are huge into video games like us who may be listening. It's it's when you think about it, you know, 500 bucks for, for a system that you're most likely going to have for the next five years, maybe before PS6 comes out or whatever. I don't know. They're typically been um, on seven, eight year life cycles the past right. few. So. It's like that's. You know, you're talking a hundred bucks a year, and for you know, what you for, use for it something for. exactly movies. Some people maybe use it for YouTube, whatever. It's, you know, obviously video games. It's that's it's you know, if you think about it, it's 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 a good investment. It's a good investment. And if you think about hobbies, it's not as expensive as it might seem on the surface either. It is. But when you look at other hobbies, like, you know, let's say um, you're a gun enthusiast, like that's expensive. That, that gets that gets up there pretty high. Um, even some sports can cost quite a bit, especially like, you know, a softball bat, a quality, good quality softball bat is $350, 400 And if you buy a new one every year, you know, you think about it in those terms, uh, and you can do it all year round. Uh, it's stories that can affect you as a person, make you a better person. Um, you know, I think that I think there's a lot worse hobbies you can have. So that's for sure. There is a lot more expensive hobbies. So, so yeah, I'll most definitely be purchasing purchasing it. Um, you know, take my PS4 to. GameStop and they'll try to give me $11 for it. Um, 
but yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can at least get 50. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it's that's funny. <laughs> Ashley's telling me I got to sell mine, and I'm like, uh, no, the kids need something, and they're not going to be playing on mine. <laughs> She's like, no, that's not going to happen. Like, yes, it is, whether you want it to or not. Right. Exactly. So, it's. Uh, it's something I'm most definitely going to get. I'm definitely looking forward to it when the price comes out. I said five ninety nine, putting it at six hundred. I'm going to stick with that, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Either way, I'm going to get Sony's it. Sony's done it before uh, the PlayStation Three, so right. So I'm looking forward to that. But um, yeah, man, it's it, this is something that's been been quite entertaining for myself. I really have never been into these i mean i have but like for the longest time i strayed away from the the one player the solo video games the the you know and especially zombie games so it's just awesome to you know to watch my own um watch me evolve from just sticking with multiplayer games to diving into these storytelling games well i mean when you were kind of going away from it to the multiplayer so like you know, that was the heyday, like the, the Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2 kind of time period. And then, you know, Halo 2, 3, Reach. Um, honestly, that was when multiplayer, to me, was the most fun. Although Destiny 1 was probably the most hours I put into a video game. Um, now, seeing the evolution of what a single player story is like and the emotions it can connect to and it's not it's not as boring as it was when you when the probably the last single player story that you played you know before spider-man spider-man was probably the first single player game you played and enjoyed i would say in a long time that's true that's the one that That brought you back and then last was like showing you the level that it could attain that's true. Yeah, that Spider-Man game for sure. Just, 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 just having a better appreciation now for video games. I was just so stuck on Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Um, that more nostalgic play, um, gameplay in video games. But it's now it's 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 coming to a good time uh, of, of storytelling. And I, and I said, I keep jumping back to the storytelling and that's just something that I'm excited about. And I really, really love. Um, so we'll see, we'll see how this ends. We'll see how God of war is. You, you rave about that. <laughs> and I'll even play that other game. You talked about that. What, what was that? That video game where the, the, the screen is of the, of that house. What is that? Gone game? home. Yeah gone home so anybody who wants to um you know play a short game it's probably you could probably beat it in two hours i think i think that's how long my first playthrough was maybe three um Mm -hmm. but it's a story that will connect with you that kind of showcases how even small games can develop these deep emotional ties in a story they will stick with you gone home is that game um it's available i think on every system um, I'm trying to think if it's on Nintendo. It may not be on Switch, but I still think back to that game. That game is that that's also a special game, and it came out in a time um, came out <clears throat> in a time that was not as open as now. So it even like when you think about that, like it was it was really important, especially uh you know, to, to a lot of kids that grew up playing games that, uh, yeah, I just, I have, I can't recommend that game enough either. And it's just, you know, it's super small and, uh, easy, easy gameplay, easy to get into, easy to beat. So that's, that's a good jumping in point. I think if you're not into single player games really, or story, or at least think you're not. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just, so all in all, I guess what I'm getting at is I appreciate you expanding. Thank you for expanding my, my, my view, um, unlocking the appreciation and storytelling and video games, et cetera, because it's, it's, 
It's 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 awesome. You know, I always rave about movies yeah. and how those come together with the sound effects, with the uh, music, to obviously the visual effects and all the above. But that's just awesome to see that in video games and. So it's a, it's a good time, man. It's a good time. Yeah, that's kind of how I related it to you was, you know, your deep appreciation for movies and missing out on uh, what you could be having in video games, the same thing. So, well, uh, yeah, you know, we, we had a question from last week from my uh, brother, Steven. Are you ready for it? It's, Let's uh, do it's it. pretty heavy. So, would you rather be a worker at Jurassic Park or a Marine in Alien? <laughs> <laughs> That's easy for me, a worker in Jurassic Park. That's what I was going to say, too. Uh, easy. Yeah. I grew up loving dinosaurs and stuff, and well, I don't want to mess with aliens and all that stuff. I mean, I, I feel like I'd have a, you know... Uh, more appreciation for for dinosaurs uh, and working. I feel like it'd be more safe um, working with with dinosaurs. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. I feel like Jurassic Park. You have a fighting chance to get get away. Exactly. In aliens, you ain't got none. You're done. There is, yeah. You're just <laughs> game over, man. Game over. Uh, that's a yeah. that's a line in Aliens that's iconic, said by Bill ba- Paxton, because I can tell you didn't recognize it. <laughs> have you ever seen Aliens? Uh, of course I have. Okay. Of course I have. Yeah, I was definitely seen it. Um, I always remember back to I was young, of course, but I always remember back to the part where an alien gets sucked out of the out of the ship. Um, into space. The queen. It's actually. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, it's actually a movie that most definitely shouldn't let kids watch. (laughs) I mean, think about it. Shouldn't let watch. I think it was like nine or something. Kids watch uh, Dress (laughs) Park either. Right. It's just. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. But going back to the question, yeah, that's that's simple for me. I'd rather work with dinosaurs. I mean, that would be that would be sweet. Actually, I mean, in aliens, you're in space. You're in a spaceship, a confined area. You're slower. Your senses aren't as, you know, tuned. Um, There's nowhere really to run. But Jurassic Park, climb a tree. There's ways that you could uh, hopefully, I don't want to say avoid, but... uh, possibly be able to get away so although aliens your death might be quicker Jurassic Park you might be alive when you're torn apart you know what I mean I mean yeah yeah I'm a slower death <laughs> possible I mean you could just get chomped in half and you're done slower death but I still I'm still sticking by it I most definitely would rather work with with dinosaurs. I mean, who knows? I just saw, you know, a headline. I yes, know, it's a headline. I shouldn't too. believe them all. But the mosquito? Yeah. All right. I mean, how long has that mosquito been in? I think. I don't this, know. Uh, the gen- genetically modified mosquito think they're bringing back or something like that. I don't know. I didn't click on the link, but I feel like, you know, we've saw this in a movie before. But, you know, who knows? Who knows what's going to well, happen? They said but, that. Because of it, they think they'd be there within five years of uh, bringing dinosaurs back. So there's that. We have seen that in a movie before. Well, sometimes I do believe that there is some truth to these movies. Terminator, machines getting smarter, turning on us. Not saying it's going to happen, but But it's going to happen. Look at that. Look what. Look at what Elon did. Starlink is Starlink or Starn so Starnet's in the movie, but now we got Starlink. <laughs> so it's like so it's like, hmm. Launching all these satellites. 
But yeah, I don't want to get too far off topic, but it's, you know, I just, we can't just play God. We have to be careful. Science fiction is not (laughs) just about what's possible, but also questioning the ethics and what should we do. I mean, Planet Mm. of the Apes, um, you know, it's just like, maybe maybe we should, uh, you know, work on our own diseases and uh, our own culture (laughs) and society like Star Trek. Before we, before we go somewhere, blowing billions of dollars, billions and billions of dollars to let's put people on the moon to live for the first for the first time. How about let's, that, uh, let's <laughs> let them stay there for longer than an hour or two. You know, well, let's try to get there for the first time. How about that? Get man there for the first time ever. I thought you were over that. I read something the other day. It actually said it would have. It would actually cost more money to fake the moon landing than it was to actually, than it actually did to do it. And then on top of it, we it would require, if we faked it, it would require over four hundred thousand people to keep it secret, keep it a secret. And only four hundred thousand people. I feel like it'd be more than that. That if you were going to keep it secret. Right, because they said it took about half a million people, so probably close to closer to five hundred thousand to to obviously those who were involved in the in the moon yeah. landing. If it was fake, it would take all of them to keep it a secret, but which is obviously we understand it's pretty much impossible the people for everyone. That came after too, like the people working right right now. You'd have people unearthing the secret, and you'd have to get them to stay quiet too. So, you know, in what is it? It's been 60, almost 60 years. You would think that it, you would have at least, you know, 100, 200,000 more people that you'd have to keep it a secret. So that's, I can't believe we're on this again. You freaking did it. You did it. My goodness. We landed on the moon. <laughs> nope. Don't believe it. Um, I don't. I I don't believe it. But that's that's. Yeah, we've already talked about that, <laughs> about that one. Um, but that was a good question. I, I that thought was a good was question. Too, I I told him that, and he's like, "Are you being sarcastic?" I'm like, "No, it's going to be fun. It it'd be perfect to to put in there because you know we we need these topics that get us off of what's going on. Like you know, we want to be lighthearted. We want to have the serious." discussions like we had earlier in this show and we want the lighthearted stuff like when we get to uh video games and movies and that question and um you know the moon landing i love questions like that you know it's kind of the quirky get off topic questions i mean i do that all day you know even at work i ask people super random questions um you know, like like simple question of, you know, we pop in N64. Uh, well, we play the N64, pop in some Super Smash Brothers, or we pop in some Mario Kart. Who are you picking? <laughs> you know, I'm not going to judge you based off your Zodiac sign. I'm judging you based on who you pick. <laughs> Something more tangible. So, <laughs> really? You're right. going to pick Pikachu? Do you like losing? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> or if you, you know, you playing some Mario Kart and you choose Bowser, you know, Toad. Or I'm saying even people who choose choose Toad, it's like choosing Toad and Mario Kart is like it's like picking you know the All-Star team in in 2K or something like that. It's like, "All right, okay, I guess I'm playing with with a noob here." So is it like the mm-hmm. new combo in Halo Two? Yep the uh, the BR pla- the plasma what was it the plasma uh, gun and the BR charged up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For all you old school <laughs> you gamers, around with the sword, the sword and rocket launcher. It's, it's sad because now that's an old school game. Did you see? I mean, right? now we're super off topic, but whatever. Did you see Gen Zers <laughs> laying the wood to millennials in all these articles? Gen yeah. Z, uh, laying the wood. Like, like, what do you mean? What are we? They're they're 
just spitting out facts. They're or? spitting fire, like venom. Not just fire, but venom at millennial. Gen Z, Gen Z like, was made for I this. I feel like Gen Z thinks that millennials are older than we are, but also right. I feel like they're judging millennials on the most visible and not actually millennials that they know. Mm. Yeah, right. that's that's just reading these articles. I'm not gonna lie; I was a little personally hurt by it, but uh, that's okay. That's all right. I'm. Uh, some of it is true for a lot of people, so that's all I got. Right, millennials, we're starting to age out. Right. You're not cool anymore. Go to your dad jokes. Man, exactly. Nah, I let Gen Z do their thing. Gen Z. It seems like they were made for this yep. moment in time to oh, rebel. Yeah. Just rebel. Yeah. Um, they got all the time in the world because of online schooling now. So it's like they got all the time. So just rebel. Keep doing what you're doing. The peaceful protesting we were talking about. And us and then, millennials, we were made to protect and nurture these Gen Zers. So uh, do that. <laughs> Don't attack kids. Goodness. <laughs> All right, man. Well, well that was a good yeah, question. It, I'm please, sticking with it. Anybody, write us a question. Anything that you want to know. Um nothing I don't think we've had been asked a question that we've turned down. If we if you no. asked us a question and we didn't read it, it's probably uh not because we ignored it, but because either we didn't see it or as you've noticed, we have ADHD and uh we forgot got off topic uh so send it in again and we'll answer it um send it into untappedkeg.com at untapped keg on twitter find us on untapped keg on facebook please rate us on apple podcasts and stitcher whatever podcast platform you listen to us on please give us a give us a rating um and leave us a review uh let us know if we're doing a good job let us know if there's something you'd like to hear more of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I would just want to jump in real quick. Yeah. I, we appreciate our continued listeners. Um, yeah. Obviously you can, you know, most likely tell that, you know, please shoot us some topics and stuff like that. Yeah. With no sports going on right now. Um, you know, you know, we're, we're chatting about what we can chat about. Obviously once sports come around, if they are going to come around, we're most definitely going to be talking a lot about that. Um, so just making this, you know, all your guys' input is most definitely going to go a long way with us. Um, so I guess I'm just echoing exactly what you just said. Yep. Questions, um, topics. We really appreciate that. Speaking of, if I remember for next week, uh, Rob Manfred, we need to talk about baseball. <laughs> we can do that. I mean, I'll let you, I'll let you lead because I, I don't know I'm much a, about baseball. But... <laughs> it's going to be another Packers draft rant, kind of a rant. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, Stay tuned, guys. <laughs> yeah, so uh, where can they find you at? Yes, indeed. You guys can find me on Twitter at MonteBall28, on Instagram um, at MonteBall, Facebook MonteBall Jr., obviously the untapped keg platform as well uh send us messages etc we're most definitely looking forward to um reading them and producing more uh episodes for you guys where can they find you i'm on twitter at it's trickster the i and trickster is a one um yeah i i'm more active there so that's the only one that i give but uh right you know everybody we we what we need to do what i've been saying at the end of every podcast is let's try to do better tomorrow mm-hmm. and even if we're not at least we tried um yeah you know br- bring yourselves as you are um you know we won't dwell, dwell on the past we also are trying to be better than we were yesterday so let's do it together mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're all in this together and let's just hold each other accountable um, and expect greatness out of each other. Um, so you guys enjoy your day. Happy Father's Day again to the fathers. RJ, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, day Mark. Um, indeed. And uh, 
Let's do this thing. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.